Hi, welcome to another episode of Design on Purpose, the Wordplay Studio podcast. How's it going, Rex? Good. It's been a bit of an interesting week here in Bogolabar. Hasn't it? Yeah. We've literally got a helicopter passing by our house right now. Yeah, it's been, um, you know, if, you, if you've been watching, you know, what's happening in in uh, northern New South Wales or, or um, far north, or not far north, but um, in Queensland around Brisbane, um, yeah, we've just been through a week of really, really severe flooding. We, we live on a... We live on the Tweed River here, and um, it's a really, really big river that runs, you know, kind of a large stretch of, of, of northern rivers and, and above and, and um, you know, uh, below. And uh, this river has um, breached the, what do you call The what, banks. The banks, and, and has kind of flooded a lot of towns up here. And, and the town that we live in, uh, Mwilaba, has um, gone under... <laughs> So um, a lot of people in the town have been um, uh, evacuated and there's a lot of people at the, at the TAFE, which is the, the community college in, in town, and, and uh, a lot of uh, state emergency services and um, rescue personnel in the town yeah. rescuing and, and, and there's gonna, it looks like there's going to be a really big clean-up after walking through the town yeah. today. Today's the first day that the water had sort of subsided in the town and... Uh, just been completely, well, in the lower area of the town, just been completely under for what, like three or four days at least of, of uh, boats going around, helping people in their homes and people kayaking around the place. And, and you know, a lot of businesses destroyed, a lot of houses destroyed. Um, but, uh, but what's been amazing about it is seeing the whole community respond to it. Uh, it's been really positive and a pretty good vibe, like in essence around the town, even amongst all the devastation and the stress and the you know all the all the feelings people are experiencing. Um, you know it's 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 pretty cool to see how the the town really looks out after one another. You know, like our favorite coffee shop, or well, one of our favorite coffee shops, uh, Keith has been been there with it. You know, serving people coffees and just making sure everyone's got a place to kind of stay dry and and look after themselves, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but what an experience. Yeah, yeah, it has been. I mean, I've never experienced anything like that before, and I've never seen. I've never seen rain like that before. Like those few days, it just it wasn't there wasn't a break in it. It was just completely, um, you know, torrentially raining consistently for days and days and days. Ne- Loud, ne- heavy rain. Never seen anything like it. Yeah, you step out into it, and like within a few seconds, you're like completely drenched. Like yeah, I'd, I'd never experienced anything like that either. So yeah, it's been it's been interesting and super grateful to be where we're like live where we live on, on higher ground. A lot of other people don't have that luxury. So, um, you know, feeling for all the people in town and around the surrounding areas that have either, either been stuck or, um, you know, yeah, isolated in, in another way. So, um, yeah. And, uh, and, and on another note, uh, since last episode, you finished a successfully finished a 10 day or 11 day. Oh, it was like 10, it was 10 days. The eleventh day was uh was was juice. Oh, it was juice. It's not really food though, is it? <laughs> no. no, well yeah, I did I did ten days, um I did I did the master cleanse ten days fast on um, lemon juice and it's like lemon juice it's a drink made of lemon juice, cayenne pepper and um a bit of maple syrup for like the minerals. Um, but it's 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 not really a diet or, or anything. It, it's it's really a, a detox, so I did 10 days on that. I felt like I had to do something to just kind of like, you know, 
flush my system, but I ended up dropping like eight kilos in the in the in that ten days. Yeah, fully of, trained of weight of waste or whatever was there. Yeah. Um, so that was. I feel really good. I feel like really reset and and kind of like, you know, being able to kind of also reset some habits around food and 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 some things. You know, like obviously we talked about it last time, but just the amount of coffee that I was drinking. Um, wasn't mm. really helping me to, to stay focused and was giving me a little making me feel a bit anxious to be honest yeah yeah and what uh, what do you feel like I know you're not craving you know like unhealthy things like what are you feeling like like what's your body feeling like it, it uh, needs to well it's not I don't know like I think initially it was just really craving like things like because like, I obviously um, eased out of it I didn't just straight away go to start eating food like um food again I, I was kind of like eating fruit so my body was just craving like light fruit and things like that but I guess now I'm just it, I'm just trying to like um kind of do that that polchek polar type diet you know so just making sure that I'm eating good quality clean whole foods and and um eating a, bit right of, eating a eating a good variety you know making sure I get you know protein and and uh you know i'm eating i've just started eating some um what do you call it uh the grain bread the, the Sprout sprouted bread. the sprouted yeah. grain bread uh which has been really nice too i've got some a few different loads of that so just kind of like you know trying to stick to that and and um eat, eat clean really mm. and and eat bigger meals in the morning rather than later at night like that's that's i think he's got that kind of like triangle have you seen that diagram that he had? It's like a triangle. He's saying like if you eat, you'll eat the shape of how you eat through the day. So like if you eat small in the morning and then have this big dinner, then your body's going to be like that a shape. Triangle. But yeah, if, if, you eat, <laughs> if you eat big in the morning and then taper off during the evening, then you know you get that the reverse shape, which is, you know, probably more ideal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah interesting. Well, um... So I guess we wanted to talk a little bit about purpose today, right? Um, which is something yeah. that we've been very, uh, I guess, obsessed and um, uh, fascinated by and also have been working with purpose a lot uh, over the years pretty much, uh, what, like the last kind of seven years pretty full on as a core part of what we do. Um, and, you know, my memories of, of us over the years, like I remember you being very passionate about purpose um, before, before I really knew how that really worked in a, you know, I always had a sense that purpose was like it existed and there was some sort of like greater purpose to life in general, mm, but mm. you really, um, I remember going down the uh, a rabbit hole in a way of, of, uh, of how that applies to not only, you know, people, but, but organizations. Yeah. So I think when we were at the MCIC, um, I was reading a book. On, I think it was reinventing organizations up on the shelf actually and they were talking about you know like purpose-led organizations and there was a lot of really cool stuff in that book around you know how these organizations were kind of transforming to be more um, you know people-centric and, and uh, more um, purpose-focused and then they were building these amazing cultures around these these purpose statements uh, you know and, and, and they, they become very very engaged because people are there you know they're not just necessarily like there for that particular product that they're selling or whatever it is it's like there's so much more to the company 
that all comes from this this inner inner core and it just you know I just found that really interesting I think I was I was quite into it at, at uni anyway I was I was mm. quite um you know interested in in more like the system or like the the cultural um aspect of an organization and how that kind of fitted into brand um and and you know how that how that kind of brought people together and and kind of like how you built uh, an identity or a brand around that mm. um yeah for me it was it was like because obviously when we're at uni we're learning about branding and what branding means and it's not just the visual aesthetic of an organization it really well it that's part of it but really it's the core of the organization it's really who that organization is and um but i guess branding and or, or a lot of um brand agencies uh, or um studios and things don't really uh, necessarily always get to the real core of an organization or have a process that um, I guess allows that to to um, f- to bring people on the journey and really articulate who they who they truly are yeah I think it's it's something that's really important and I think it's something that has definitely become more apparent to a lot of organizations and I think I think now especially in this climate is like people generally expect more from a company if they're you know, rather than than just buying their products, I think people kind of tend to do a little bit more research. And obviously, with the internet, you know, people have access to a lot more products a and lot more a lot choice. more. Yeah, there's a lot more. There's a lot more choice, and you know, your your competitors really only one like you know, internet window or internet tab away away. Uh, so it's kind of a different marketplace really isn't it? So I think people generally expect more. Like there's a bit of a baseline. Uh, in terms of you know what you're what's expected of you as an organization mm-hmm. and that's not really like you're not going to really do something because someone you know it's not really about doing something because somebody expects something of you mm. I think it's more so like you know what's driving you like if you if you build something around your purpose of why you exist then your business really becomes a me a medium you know to be able to realize that and to to you know share that with other people in the world and, and, and to create something off that that really kind of inspires you to, to, to get out of bed and get to work and, mm. and put, in the, put in the effort every day. In, in saying that though, we've seen and, and I guess you can see around um, the in different industries that some organisations do sort of come up with purpose statements that aren't necessarily uh, like they are kind of like not a hygiene factor or something, like it is something that they've kind of like using more as a marketing tool rather than, um, you know, this is our purpose and this is why we exist, but it's not necessarily like understood or, or um, resonating through the organization. Yeah, I think that's something that's really common. Mm. I think it's, it is something that, you know, especially because there is some kind of like more expectations of organizations these days around what they're doing and what they're giving back and how they're contributing. Uh, I think it's common for organizations to, to, to create these um, purpose statements. You know, a lot of the time they're, they're made by a, an executive team or something and then they're handed down from top down, uh, mm. which doesn't really have buy-in and, and, you know, you might turn up to work to one day and there's some, like, you know, printed bit of merch with the new purpose statement on it and it's like, you know, what's that? Well, uh, that doesn't really um, embed, you know, people haven't really been on the journey. That's not going to create engagement. And then, you know, what about the, the you know, there needs to be follow-up to that not only does it need to be co-designed and people need to be included in that, uh, but there needs to be follow-up. It's like how does that then apply to strategy? How does that, you know, how are you actually going to 
in bed and roll these out within the activities of the business. Mm. And and actually um, get the best out of people through the through the um, the process, right? Because like we spend so much time at work, you know, like most of our lives are spent working. And if you're spending your life doing a job that you feel like you have no, like either the organization doesn't have a purpose or you have no sense of purpose in the organization, it's not really a um, a very healthy or inspiring way to to live your life. And then that trickles out into you know the broader broader areas of your life as well. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's it's measurable too because, you know, the majority of the workplace is disengaged. Like, that's just a, a true fact. Yeah. Like, most people are just turning up to work every day, get their paycheck. They're not really caring about what's going on in the company. It's mm. just... That's even, just, even more so these days with online work, like you see a lot of people kind of doing even just less work. Just going to a Zoom yeah. call, not even putting on their video and just so they're there, you know, they're yeah. attending the meeting. Who Mean, knows what they're bloody doing? Meanwhile, they're at the beach. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Whatever. But like... You know, if you if you can actually create a purpose statement that people believe in, like, well, not that you create that people believe in. If you if you can create it together, if you don't already have one, and you and you co-design and you de- and you create this purpose as a team, and you all work to work on that every day as the reason that you guys exist, then you're going to have engagement, real engagement. Um, if you're a founder and you've already got your purpose. And then it's about getting people on board that align with that purpose and using it for, for hires. You know, you don't just get somebody on board that doesn't believe in what the organization is doing because they're not going to really give you 110%. They're, you know? not, imp- they're not empowered to really make decisions or, or uh, drive any sort of... Well, well, they are. If you have a purpose, they're in, they well, yeah, are that's, empowered that, that's too, but yeah. they're not necessarily going to... They're not going to give a shit if it, they don't care about what you're actually mm. trying to do. So, you know, you can use a purpose statement and, and just to get clear on, on a purpose statement, it's, it's the reason why you exist, you know. And, and this, this is the other thing is that these things tend to get uh, confused, right? We talk about this all the time. It's like a purpose statement is not interchangeable and same as a vision statement, as is a mission statement. And a lot of the time you see this, this core strategy piece, even in like big organizations, right, we've done knowledge working in like, you know, big corporate um, events uh, and we see the same thing there and, and it usually does lead to, uh, you know, st- issues, cultural issues. Confusion, misalignment. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and it's, you know, a lot of the time we're just going back to that and then reorganizing strategy around that and, and it's like, you know, it, it just tends to come up time and time again but it's just to be clear about that, it's like a purpose statement is the reason why you exist. Uh, you know, Simon Sinek, goes on and on about this you know the books um that great book that he's got start with why you know he talks on about the shelf there. Yes, it's right there yeah he talks about a purpose statement or a why statement as you know uh there's two parts to it is we exist to which is the contribution you're making we exist to contribution uh so that and that's the impact that you're having we exist to contribution so that impact mm-hmm. and um you know once you have that and you actually can really um, get really clear about that, then you can start to talk about vision, which is the future state. So once you've achieved that purpose, what the world looks like, and then the mission uh, is the middle piece. It's like how you bridge the gap, like what are the actual activities that you're going to do? You know, a mission statement, it's kind of like a statement that you would find 
in the military, like this is the actual mission of our company, how we're going to get to that vision. Mm. Uh, so you kind of need those pieces, but obviously it all starts with purpose. If you don't have a purpose, then how can you even decide where you're going if you don't know who you are? Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a, it's a big piece. And I think it gets overlooked a lot as well. Like, it, you know, it either gets, um, thrown in the let's do let's get one together and it doesn't resonate with the whole organization or it gets sort of overlooked as like oh we'll get to that later like purpose is you know we've got other things to kind of worry about or, or, or whatever um and and it can um yeah but it's actually like a core like you know in these this day and age it's like the core step one of of the the, the birth or the the um the identity of of and the culture of an organization is is really based around that right yeah it, yeah it is and i, I think like you know, obviously when, you, when you're when you an entrepreneur and you're testing an idea, you know, you're just testing, you're prototyping, you're testing, you're making an MVP, you're not necessarily looking at the purpose statement initially, you know, and, and that's, that's understandable. But it does get to a time where you do need to look at that and, and create, uh, you know, get these things down so that you can start to create an environment where you can start to build a culture and get aligned people. Uh, to to jump on board with mm. what the organization is aspiring to be and achieving to accomplish uh, and um, you know it's a it's a it's a process it also might take a bit of time to kind of like drop in and and go through your own personal growth and your own pro- process as a founder to actually mm. get to a point where you where you're ready to kind of like step into it because that's the other thing that we see too, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just about to ask you that. Like, can and or can do, do you believe or, or see or think that an organ organization can be purpose based without the people, and particularly the founder, but the, without having their own sense of purpose in their own life without uh, the company? I think that it takes. It takes guts to step into a purpose because it puts you in a, a state of kind of like vul- a little bit of vulnerability, which mm. is which is actually to me that's that's a place of strength. You know, you're putting yourself in a in a position where you're being accountable to something that's not profit or or you know um, selling more product or whatever it is. Obviously, you know those things will be a default effect of a company that's really aligned and and really going for their purpose. That will happen. It might not happen immediately, but and that's the thing about purpose too, right? Because purpose makes you show up every day no matter how many knocks the business takes in the in the in the process to growing and, and getting into a state where it's you know it's starting to be mm-hmm. a real business. Um, and if it's not purpose, if the, if the purpose isn't there, you might take a few knocks and then it doesn't matter to you. But when it is purpose driven, it's like, no, I'm going to keep going. Cause it's not about that. It's about this, mm. this meaningful thing that we're trying to achieve. Mm. And, um, yeah. It's, and and I, I like the way that you've, you kind of explained it a lot too, is that it's an all star, you know? So it's like, it's, it's sort of this, this, um, yeah, like regardless of what uh, industry, like, you know, even if the, the world changes or you need to quickly sh- uh, shift, in, uh, not necessarily industries, but business um, in some way, you know, it's like the purpose isn't something that's going to change. It's always, you know, up there that you're you're constantly driving towards no matter, and there's many ways to, to get there. Yeah, like if you look at a, at a, 
that's just thinking of a purpose company that innovates through purpose. Like, like Google, for example, right? I, when, when you see their purpose statement, it's, it's around organizing the world's information. And this, this is just an example around, around uh, innovation, around mm. purpose and industry pivoting and, and, and everything. So it's like if you throw the purpose up on the wall as like a point of innovation, it's like, okay, how, how have Google done that? Well, you know, initially they were a search engine, okay, organizing the world's information. They've done that through a search engine. What other things can we do in line with this purpose that's around organizing the information? Okay, let's do drive, you know, folders. Maps. Maps. Uh, phones. Yeah, phones. Yeah. Okay. So it's just kind of endless, right? It's like they, they can just really use that as a way to kind of for an ideation process mm. around innovating that particular thing, which is organizing the world's information. Yeah. They're not a they're not a maps company or a search engine company at all. No, they organize shit. <laughs> yes, yeah, and and I guess to reflect on our own journey with purpose, like you know, obviously we that's something we specialize in working with um, organizations to to facilitate that process, um, and it was quite a journey for us to uh, I guess define our purpose, and it and it took a a few uh, or a lot of personal growth between us as, as a, um, you know, as, as two founders, um, and a lot of individual work and, and a lot of time actually spending to reflecting on, on really what, what we're here to do and why, why we're here to do what we do. Um, you know, we, we didn't just kind of, um, you know, just spend like, uh, work it out over coffees, you know, once a week or whatever, we really put some pretty serious time aside and, and so we could have full focus and really immerse in, um, you know, the essence of, of, of what we do and then how to actually use the right words to articulate that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that, is, that is also important. I think, I mean, when we did ours, we, we were also still working out how all this stuff worked, right? Like we, we kind of went through that process of how do all these pieces of the puzzle work and how do they actually play out in a, in a strategy? How do you actually implement them and embed them and, and actually use them as tools, useful business tools? And that there, there was a, a learning process in itself. And then there was us learning about ourselves and building our organization. And, and like when we start, I mean, we're still very young, but like when we started, we hadn't really had any experience in, in really agencies or, or, you know, big companies. We kind of, um, we, we did the knowledge working. So we, we've worked in strategy events and we've actually been in the room with some high, you know, yeah, up people in some high, high uh, large organizations. Yeah, exactly. Working so, on some pretty important, you know, um, yeah, yeah, we have. And we've, so, so we've seen that and that was a big learning for us too, wasn't it? Like knowing oh, yeah. what we want to be and knowing what we don't want to be as we grow. And, and I think also being mindful and careful around choosing projects and choosing, things that that actually meant something to us and and not worrying about trying to make you know quick money or or yeah. you know make decisions of a job that is of a, with an organization that maybe we don't align with you know we're going to get paid you know dollars for and and I think we've been very careful with that because we kind of trust in our in our evolving process and our learning and and we care more about what we're actually doing in terms of the meaning of our work and the, I guess the, 
later down yeah. we're not there yet but like we've got a bit to go but like what legacy eventually we're going to leave uh, in terms of the work that we've done and and how we've actually con- contributed because that's i think that's more important to us i i think so too and i think it's you know even looking back now you know it's 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 been a few years since we've um i guess fully locked in our purpose mission and vision and um and it was a few years before a few years before that of um you know, working out <laughs> that, um, you know, the process of working those out. Um, but, you know, even the other day, it does, it, it is getting noticed. You know, even the other day I was speaking to a mate and he's like, oh, you know, that's one thing like, I've, you know, it's it's cool to see you guys have stuck to your guns of who you work with because he's asking about like who we're working with and I'm, I explained and he's like, oh, that's, ama-, you know, that's amazing because he, he knew that. Is this someone that we've known? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like for a while? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, um, and he was just saying, like, he, he was yeah, basically saying, it was like, that's so cool. He respected it that we just stuck through all those times Even where. through all this shit with just, like COVID and everything. Oh, right? yeah, it's just relentless. But it's like, that's really, but, you know, that's why we started Wordplay in the beginning is because there was no, um, it was like there wasn't really another place to go to go. Well, for me anyway, was it? There's no other place oh, to go. I would have got fired from me <laughs> Well, that's, that's it. Too, I'm too opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> and um which is a strength here so it, <laughs> but um but yeah it really it really does go to show and i think like you know give it another 10 years and and see where we'll be we'll, we'll i think it will these these sort of founding years this first sort of five or seven years whatever we're at now uh are kind of like the basis of yeah like of of who who we are with our purpose, which is all about realizing full potential. Because if we didn't um, stick through all those challenging, stressful times, um, not saying yes to everything, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't be on the path to be real, realizing yeah. our potential. Yeah, and and in saying that, like it's taken us a bit of time to kind of get to our purpose statement, and and well, you know, we got that first, and even then, it kind of needed a little bit of working. You know, we'd go out on the go on these sabbaticals, these week long sabbaticals, where we would work. Just on wordplay stuff, we'd get a get a house, get an Airbnb somewhere, and just go there for the week and put put aside client work for the week and kind of do our own like little mini design shops where we worked on these these statements. A design shop that never never ends for the week. <laughs> oh, it's uh, <laughs> it's, a bit it's not a nine to five, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and it's good fun, and and you know we need to do more of that stuff, but like we we can facilitate that for for others quite easily now like I think because we, we're very good at listening you know in, and being present and kind of we know what we look we know what we're looking for yeah. right and and also like you're mentioning about those words you know every organization has its own language it's you know because that's that's part of culture you know if you have a look at cultures around the world you know you've got music you've got food you've got language um you know yeah. other things clothing you know, and that that's true for an organization as well. Like you have, you do develop your own language. And so there are words that are quite important to some organizations because to, they, yeah. yeah, they have more meaning. And so, you know, that you, and that's, and the other thing around the purpose statement is although we can get there relatively quickly in terms of our process and, and, and how we actually work to create that kind of like, bubble where we can get people really in this field where they're focused and they're 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 able to kind of 
you know, this is able to emerge. Have, have it that actually, pressure. Yeah. It's, a, it's a little bit of applied pressure, but it's also about, and, and it's about creating this environment for it, to, for it to kind of like, you know, emerge out, right? And and then we, we can see it. We, we, yeah. we kind of have the eyes while we, while we know where, where it is. But, but it is, it, there also is this other side where it needs to be slept on. And, you know, like Matt Taylor, one of, one of our teachers talks about this too. It's like, you know, this, this whole idea of sleeping on it. You know, if you, if you have a complex piece of work that you're trying to achieve and you're in like a, you know, you, you might need like a three-day design shop to design this, you know, to solve this problem, sleeping on it twice is, is a good idea, you know, because you're, then you're allowing the subconscious mind to, mm. to actually work on it in your, in your sleep. Because um, when we do the when we go through a purpose um, statement process with an organization, you know, mm. it's like like at first it's so wide, right? Like there's just like all this information. Like we pull out all this information. They're going, oh, we're this, we're that, we're this is why we exist. And it's like there's so much that gets sort of painted yeah, up on that. the on the you know. And then it's a, the process of sort of okay, if this is it, which is like a lot of stuff. How do we? Then- well, it's all like that, isn't it? It's like oh, any design process with the convergent. You know, you start wide, and then you go into the convergent thinking, and then you go divergent thinking, and then in the con- in the convergent phase, you're like, so hang on, no, hang on, divergent, divergent, convergent is when you start to nut it out, but you you're scanning, you're doing a big scan of all sorts of stuff, right? So we're looking at like the company's culture, any artifacts that they've founding got story, from like founding yeah. story, photographs you know, little notes scribbled on, on things, old brand stuff, old graphic stuff, um, audio, songs, like uh, all Any sorts sort of, of stuff. documentation we can, we can surface. And, and then you're creating almost like a group brain, right? You're creating this group brain that people can walk into where they're seeing all this stuff and they're immersed in all of their, in all of their stuff. And then we're, taking them on this process where mm-hmm. then they're starting to we're, – we're psychologically trying to – well, not trying to. We are psychologically kind of uh, creating this container and, and through the environment and through the, posts, through the yeah. process and, and guiding them to, to discover and, and to, for the answer to emerge because they all know – what is it? Everyone in this room – everyone in this room – I can't remember the okay, quote. Has, it's the axiom. Has the answer. We'll, oh. we'll, 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 we'll bring it up the next <laughs> okay. time. We should. I've said that so many we'll times. Put it in the description. How about that? <laughs> Good save. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, oh no, the purpose of this. Everyone in this room has the answer. The purpose of this intense interaction is to remind one, some of, or all of us, what we oh, already no. know. Something like that. Yeah. Might not be exactly on on the right words, but something like that. But so, it's so true, though, isn't it? Because it's like you're not creating the um, you're not cre- creating the purpose. The purpose no. already exists. You're just trying to discover it in a way or define. Well, we're it. trying. We're creating an environment for it to emer- to show yeah. itself. <laughs> yeah. Or for it to be remembered. Just yeah, and for all to see it. If it, like going back to your point about if the founder already sort of if it's if it's kind of all like um comes back to the founder a lot and the rest of the organization are struggling to sort of, uh, you know, understand it. It's like then through this process, it's like everybody has that moment where they're like, ah, oh, 
now I get it, you know, this is it. And that's, that's beautiful when that happens. It's like magic. It is, it is. It's kind <laughs> of like a bit of a relief for everyone, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> and then they sleep on it and then it gets changed a little bit the next day because, it, well, it gets better. Um, yeah. But, that, yeah, that's it. It's, 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 uh, it's pretty empowering once you've got that once you've got that piece and then, you know, then you can start working on what kind of world you're, you're wanting to create. So it's definitely a must-have today uh, with any organisation to have a purpose statement. It's, it, it's such a um, critical piece to the strategy that it, it really should be present in, in day-to-day language. It, it's really a guiding North Star to make decisions around what projects you take on, you know, what products you develop, mm. people that you hire. Uh, and, you know, it's, a, it's, it's definitely something that um, will make you better off as an organisation. And, it, and it's ultimately it will impact the bottom line. It will, it will increase, increase your profitability mm. even though that's not what you're focusing on um trying to do with 100 percent of your efforts yeah yeah it's 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 super interesting because it's it's um it's something sort of intangible but it actually funnel like trickles through every single decision or should anyway if you're really truly a purpose-led organization every decision you make small ones to large ones strategic ones to your brand to um everything is it should should come back to the purpose and you know you 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 talk about it a lot in terms of like having somebody that is like a a purpose steward or something like that within organizations to to like have that voice um at the at the table um to keep 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 it aligned it is important i think as well yeah like you're saying like having somebody at a meeting that's listening out for that stuff and 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 challenging ideas and in in terms of the alignment around mm. the purpose and um you know and the, and and then that comes back to, to systems right it's like it's just a, it's just a system if you look at like cybernetics and you look at systems and you look at um you know what's involved in in any system it's like you have a purpose and you have a a goal right and the purpose and and if anything kind of like deters from that the system has mechanisms to correct itself so that's exactly what needs to happen within an organization in, in terms of building in those mechanisms to, to yeah. you know, stop people veering off course, you know, and, and keeping people aligned to this. That's where we're headed. That's the vision that we've articulated and this is why we're doing it. Mm, yeah, super, super important. Mm. And I think maybe, maybe next time we can talk a little bit more about um, – how to embed that in and maybe mm. some, you know, how that really applies to a strategy in terms of, you know, uh, uh, an actual um, not so much brand but like a, a, a an actual business strategy. Yeah, like a strategic plan for instance. Yes. Like, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think that, that uh, should be valuable. <laughs> we, we don't have, like by the time we record the next one, these first uh, few probably uh, won't be released. They might, uh, we hopefully we'll be start releasing them soon. But um, there's going to be plenty more of this coming uh, in the future where, as we said in the first couple of episodes, this is something that we've, it's been a long time coming, these podcasts. Um, we're quite excited about them. We're hopefully improving them each time. You think that one was good? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's getting better. I think it's definitely becoming a bit more comfortable. I mean, we know this stuff like 
you know, inside out. Like yeah. we talk about this stuff all the time. It's like an obsession, right? So, um, you know, to get us to sit down and actually talk like this, you know, for us it's quite uncomfortable, right? But I think it's, for me, I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable. And who knows, maybe next episode we might have our funky new chairs. <laughs> Maybe yeah. the week after. <laughs> well, the, roads are, the roads aren't in good shape right now out there. So might. Are we still flooded in or what? I think right now we – I have no idea because it, it, it could – we could might not be, but let's see. We'll find out They soon. weren't looking too good, the roads, though, were they? They were all well, buckled and – They were looking buckled. There's a lot of damage to the roads. They look. It looks just like the water's just like oh, – I don't even – like the one I was looking at this morning, it's like the road had just like lifted up from underneath. It's like – yeah, so much what about that one road that that's, just, that's just fallen off the cliff? Oh, yeah, it's going to be it's, – it's And be, there's more rain coming. There's more rain coming to the next few days, so. Yeah, and the big storm about to hit Sydney supposedly and massive supposedly 100-year swells coming as well down there. It's just like full on along oh, it's here. it's all happening. It's all happening and it seems to be – I saw a funny meme. Oh, I wish I could remember what it was, but it's like, oh, geez, I'm getting sick of these living in these unprecedented times because <laughs> it's just like one after the other, next thing after the next thing. Here we go. So um, and what a – you know, and in saying that, how important is purpose in all this, you know? It's like that's really what's going to um, get us all through it on, on, through it <clears throat> on an individual and uh, collective level to be able to get to this – you know, what's on the other side of all this. So, so thanks for listening to another episode of Design on Purpose. Um, you can always find us on Instagram at WordPlay Studio, wordplaystudio.com, uh, also on LinkedIn and other social platforms. Uh, so, yeah, reach out to us if you've got any questions. Um, if you have any um, requests for Topics. Topics to talk about. We're all ears. Questions. That's right. And, um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And, and as we've said before, love to connect with anyone out there that's um, that's intrigued by what we're talking about. And and, um, and eventually we'll start having some people on the show as well, I'd imagine, right? Yeah, yeah I've got a few ideas. <laughs> yep, yep. So um, stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, once again, thank you for another episode.